He hath done all things well. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. We often would like to do all things well. We always want to do all things well. But we often, in fact we always, will fall short because we are not perfect. We are little souls. We should at least see ourselves as such. That is the truth. Recognizing that will help us not to become discouraged when we see how weak we really are. That is the way of St. Therese. Today, August 13th, we have the Rosary Procession because we commemorate the anniversary of one of Our Lady's apparitions at Fatima. On this, this apparition, she did come to Fatima, to the Kova, but she did not find the children, and so she soon went away. Those children, they had been kidnapped by the administrator and under arrest at his house. Our Lady, when she first came to the children, she asked them, Will you, are you willing to suffer, to make sacrifices, the ones that God asks of you, the sufferings he sends you, and for, to make reparation? And they all enthusiastically said, Yes, we would love to do that. And here was one of their biggest opportunities. And so the administrator kidnapped them. They were placed in his house at first. And in fact, his wife, she took quite good care of them. She was very kind to them, made sure they had all the food they needed. And she even allowed her own children uh, to keep them company, to try to cheer them up a little. The next day, after they were taken, the administrator interrogated them. He brought in doctors and so forth, trying to make them, to confuse them, to make them say something to incriminate the priest or to falsify the apparitions. And this happened nine times that following day. Throughout all of it, those children, they remained very firm. They would not say anything to incriminate or to falsify Our Lady. And so when the administrator seemed he was not getting anywhere, he put them in the common prison with the other prisoners. And then he would take one at a time to interrogate them, trying to overcome them by his severity. He became very, uh, he would threaten them with torments and death. In fact, before everyone, he called for a cauldron of oil to be prepared. And he convinced the children that they would certainly die if they did not say what he wanted. Meanwhile, Jacinta, the youngest, she was started to cry. She was not able to hold back tears. And Lucia, she tried to encourage her, saying, "Well." Don't you want to offer this up? And she said, yes, I do, but I can't help but think of my mother, and I miss her. 
and so she continued to cry. And meanwhile, one of the prisoners, fellow prisoners, he was trying to prevail on Jacinta, the youngest. He, was, he took pity on her and he said, just say the words the, the administrator wants and you won't have to die. You can go free. You can go back to your mother. And well, she very bravely said, absolutely not. I cannot do that. Well, as you may well know, each of them were taken to their supposed death. And it was all in the end just a vain threat to try to break them. And they were strong and after that failed, that attempt failed, they were set free. Jacinta showed her weakness you might say, in how she cried. Granted, she was a young child, and she did nothing wrong, and she was actually quite, quite brave. But we can see, just from that episode, how she was a human being just like the rest of us. She was a little soul. Could have been perhaps more, more heroic if she had showed no signs of weakness. But that was not her lot, and neither is it ours. When we read the lives of the saints, especially of the martyrs, well, we, we want to be like them. We, should be we are encouraged and desire to do great things for God, to overcome ourselves. And then we set forth to imitate them. Now, it's not always going to be picture perfect. We might resolve to conquer all human respect, and then we find it very difficult to make the sign of the cross in public. Or we might resolve to be very patient now with this person who just gets on your nerves but then they catch you off guard and you blow up. We can learn by these happenings our weakness, our littleness. We are meant to. That is, how we, that is how we really grow. Often when we want to give up those good deeds, those good resolutions, it is at the time when they are actually getting, they are just getting good because we are learning something about ourselves. And that self-knowledge, if it makes us humble, that is the greatest thing we can ever learn. Humility is, prepares the way for God's graces, His generosity. The danger is if we expect or are looking for those picture-perfect deeds, those to see ourselves as being heroic, then we are going to be disappointed, and we might even just give up all efforts. We must never give up. If we persevere, God assures us that He will give us the crown in the end. The martyrs, as I mentioned, there are many stories 
where they are, seem to be absolutely perfect, untouchable by sufferings, even by loss of family. But that was not true of all of them. There was, some of them were little souls, too. They still managed to do a heroic deed in the end. Such a one was Blessed Henry, Henry uh, Walpole. He was a priest in England during the persecutions. He witnessed Blessed Edmund Campion, one of the most famous and bravest of the martyrs. He witnessed him being put to death. And he stood close by, and his, some of the blood from Edmund spattered on him. And then he, Henry, just a young man at the time, was filled with a very ardent desire to be like Edmund. He wanted to give his life for God, suffer even death to preach the true gospel. So he soon set out for the seminary abroad, and there he trained for some years, and he was ordained a priest. And then he returned to England, but his apostolate was very short-lived, only a few weeks before he was captured, because he was a simple soul. He was not as clever as many of the others in avoiding and uh, hiding his priestly character. He was not good at concealing truth when people asked him questions. And so he was taken and imprisoned. He was placed in uh, solitary confinement for two months. There he was able to write, and he wrote to his superior, his spiritual father. And, his, and he, in turn, wrote back to him. Henry confessed that these letters that he was allowed to send and receive, well, they brought him great consolation. But he would give anything to have but an hour to actually spend with somebody in his prison, showing just how lonely he was there. He began to be interrogated. They would ask him whether he knew such and such a priest or person, because they knew some of his friends. And he would not admit anything. He would say nothing to incriminate anyone. And then, of course, they had recourse to tortures. Henry prayed, I hope that what is lacking to me, my strength, that my sweet Lord Jesus, he will supply. Well, he was handed over to torments. He was racked and at, for hours on end. And his tormentor, a man named Topcliffe, he was the, the one in charge of this, a very cruel man, he said, speak or I will make your life one of nothing but horrible torments. Now Henry was brave and he would not speak a word until he finally fainted. So he was, his torment ended for, ended for the day. He was put back in his dungeon 
And there he, with a piece of chalk or a knife, he actually etched in the stone walls the names of the different choirs of angels, and above those, the name of the holy name of Mary, and above her name, the name of God. And he tried to sketch some pictures of saints with a piece of chalk, and there he spent his night in prayer. The next day, he was again tormented, and this time it was even longer and more cruel than the former. And so Henry began, became, he began to lose heart. Again, he was a simple soul, and part of the problem was that he knew a lot of things. And the authorities, they knew that he was not revealing this information, but he didn't know it. And they could tell by the way he answered their questions. So they tortured him far more frequently and severely than they were wont to do. In any case, he did lose heart. He started to compromise. He admitted, first of all, that he didn't know these people they mentioned, and he even begged the queen to have mercy on him to end the torments. Topcliffe, the, this, this cruel man in charge, he only he knew he had more to say, so he continued to press him. And finally, he betrayed all of his friends that he knew. He mentioned, he told them everything he knew and everything he could say. He did everything short of denying the faith. And again, begged for mercy. Once Topcliffe, the, the man, he, he realized there was nothing left to gain from him, that he said everything, he then just put him back in his dungeon, and there he left. He left him there for a few months. During that time, other prisoners, they have remarked that at night he would not sleep or slept very little, but he would rather pray or they would hear him sigh. He knew he had been weak. He had done wrong, and he was very sorry for that and he kept praying to God to help him, to strengthen him. Well, in a couple months, he was called back out and they finally laid everything on the line. They said, well, will you submit to the queen? Will you reject the authority of the pope? If you do so, we will give you freedom. We will give you even an office in our church. And he absolutely refused. And so he was allowed out to be executed. And they say that as he mounted the scaffold, he, his last words were the, our father. And then he began the Hail Mary. And after beginning it, they, they turned the ladder. He was, he was hanged. Our sweet Lord Jesus did supply for, his, for what was wanting to him. He may have faltered, he faltered many times. It was not a picture-perfect story. But he, nevertheless, did attain that crown. He shares that martyr's crown with his, his mentor, St. Edmund Campion. He was a little soul, but he persevered. 
He never gave up, even when he failed. He continued to pray, and he marked those prayers on his brick walls. He was so resolute to trust in God. God will supply our defects, dear faithful, if we trust in him. We humble ourselves when we fall short, but then we lift up our eyes to God. Every Mass, I end with this, every Mass during the offertory, the priest, he offers the sacred host in his own name, in the name of all the people. And he says, receive, O God, or O Lord, this spotless host, our Lord Jesus Christ, which I, thy unworthy servant, offer thee for my, in atonement for my own sins, offenses, and negligences, and those of all the people. Jesus Christ shows every Mass his willingness to supply for our defects. Let us go with confidence to him, lay our weakness before him, and he will lift it up. He will give us the crown in the end. May God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.